0: Hello and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all of your friends. We got a new podcast for you. This episode is the original episode of Sports Takes with Trey and TK. Yeah featuring Trey Blossman and myself, Tommy Christ, and Sports Takes. We're going to come at you one or two times a week. Latest topics in the world of sports and our thoughts. We've done things together on the radio for basically 30 years. We're getting modern. We're part of the podcast world now. Sports Takes with Trey and TK. Please listen. Please share with your friends. There's going to be lots of good, fresh stuff every episode. Hey, if you like to bet on sports, meatandpotatoes.com. Meatandpotatoes.com, a handicapping website out of Las Vegas. Check it out. You're under no obligation. Big player, small player, meatandpotatoes.com. Check it out. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Trey Blossman will join us for the original episode of Sports Takes with Trey and TK. Stay tuned. Before history is written, Bobby
1: Orr, behind
0: the it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We continue with Talking Sports with TK. And as I mentioned, it's time for Sports Takes with Trey and TK. Let's bring along my featured partner, Trey Blossman. Trey, how are you doing today? Doing
1: great, Tommy. Obviously a very exciting time for everybody. We're we're finally on the, not quite the eve, but the eve of the weekend of the championship game.
0: Well, everybody's partying, so we'll call it the eve of the championship game. It don't matter when, you listen to this between now and then. You know, Trey, uh, your family used to own WARB AM730 back in Covington, Louisiana, on the North Shore, just north of New Orleans, and and I became a part of that station when you were running it, and somehow you gave me a microphone and a time slot, and then basically, with with a few gaps involved, you and I have done something on the radio uh, in one way or another for, for basically 30 years or so now. And, of course, we did a lot in Baton Rouge when I spent time on the radio there. And we're we're getting modern now, Trey. We got a podcast called Sports Takes. It's going to be you and I kicking some things around, just like we did for so many years on the radio. I'm excited about it, Tommy. Uh, I've been missing doing radio since
1: we last broadcast last spring. And uh, it's uh, it's going to be fun. We're going to have a good time with it. We'll probably have some good information for some people. And uh, as you and I know from doing segments on the radio over the years, there's no telling where it's going to go.
0: <laughs> well, we we both love music. We both love food. We we can drift off into that, and, and we're going to go you know have our takes on some sports topics. And and we appreciate people listening. We had a, a nice following on the radio, and you know the tail end of radio was also on the internet the smartphones the laptops all that stuff is, is that's where the world has gone now as we know so even even though you and i are a couple of old guys we got to get modern here and and i'm fired up about the sports takes this new podcast and you know we put a little stuff out on social media uh people can connect with with uh, talking sports with tk on facebook or instagram there'll always be a link there and or, or find us on all the major platforms and and listen to all the other stuff we do, too. There's going to be plenty of stuff. The TK podcast is right about a year old. I looked it up. I did my first one one year ago this week. So uh, here we are. But this is Sports Takes with Trey and TK. Trey Blossman and I going to uh, try to put some brilliance out there. Who knows if we'll succeed. But, we had so much fun on the radio. We appreciate all the folks that listened and shared and told other people about it. And this is the uh, initial, uh, the original edition or episode is what they call it, of, of Sports Takes. I'm kind of fired up. Are you? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Let's Absolutely. We'll start off with the thing everybody's talking about in the college football world, certainly in Louisiana, certainly in South Carolina, where Clemson is and the city of New Orleans. LSU versus Clemson on Monday night ESPN 715 kick for those of you who want to know the precise kickoff and don't want to hear all the BS before the kickoff uh, 14 and 0 LSU 14 and 0 Clemson and uh, it's, it's the two best teams in the country no question about that that has proven to be the case Clemson has won 29 straight games they won the national title last year and in 2016 outstanding program. But LSU has reached the top of the mountain under Ed Orgeron, the national coach of the year. Tigers are looking good with that offense. Your thoughts on this matchup uh, between LSU and Clemson?
1: Well, Tommy, number one, I do believe they are the two best teams in the country. Uh, You know, the committee, if you will, had to rank teams one through four. I think moving LSU back to the one spot was correct. I think the defense at LSU flexed the last three weeks makes LSU a different team than they were when Alabama put a bunch of points up on them and when Ole Miss scored and moved the ball. And it has to do with health. And you can hear about players being hurt and you see them out on the field. And the one guy I'm going to point to is Grant Delpit. Grant Delpit, his first two years for LSU, was an absolute beast on the field. This year, Grant Delpit didn't look like himself until the last three games of the year. Grant Delpit, healthy, is an entirely different player than Grant Delpit, who played the first eight, nine games this season for LSU. That makes a huge difference for the Tigers. Second guy is Chason, Kalevon Chason. Also, was not healthy all year. You saw what he can do when healthy. Those are two guys that are going to be picked in the first half of the first round in the NFL draft coming up, and they're game changers, and they're healthy. And we have a lot of depth because of the injuries we've had at linebacker and suspensions. Divinity comes back. One of our most dominant playmakers on the defense hadn't played in, what, eight games now? He's coming back. That's just another tool in Dave Aranda's toolbox and I'm excited to see what LSU can do in slowing down the Clemson attack. They're very good. Make no bones about it. Clemson is a really good football team and theoretically they, they could win this game. And I, as you said, we'll have my pick tomorrow on a separate podcast. So I'm not going to give that away, but these are two very good teams. They both have good defense. They both have offenses that can move the ball. LSU's offense is perhaps the most prolific I've ever seen. Tommy, I watch games by myself. I watch plays over and over. And sometimes I watch them one frame at a time. And to watch Joe Burrow in action is such a beautiful thing. He knows how to go through his progressions. He's very systematic. He reminds me of the $6 million man. He's almost <laughs> bionic and that, the way his eyes move across the field. And, you know, you remember that Lee Majors, his eyes would move and then they would focus in on something. And uh, Joe Burrow is playing perfect at quarterback right now. I'm sure Brent Venable will have a plan to try and slow him down. Auburn played seven defensive backs. That's the best job anybody did of slowing down his target team. But, as I think you'll agree, this Tiger team offensively and defensively, as we just touched on that, but offensively is a much better team than they were when they played off.
0: Well, the defense for LSU does not get talked about enough because of the prolific offense and the Heisman Trophy winner in Burrow. And they won every award you can imagine from the offensive line to the receivers. Thaddeus Moss has got records as a tight end at LSU and receptions and yardage now. And I'm going to tell you this. I said on David DeCorbio's radio show on Sports 1280 in New Orleans this week, the Ole Miss game. LSU got gashed in the second half by Ole Miss who put up a bunch of yardage and a bunch of points, and LSU was way ahead and ended up winning 58-37. I think that's the silver line, and that's the thing that might be that point you look back on in the season and say, hey, what sparked them the rest of the way? Because if you remember that college football playoff committee, which is just a marketing tool, it's a joke, uh, They said oh, they made a comment that Ohio State was a more complete team which was taking a shot at LSU's defense. Well, when they did, if they'd have beat Ole Miss 58-3, to what was that wrong going to tell the team on on Sunday morning? You know, hey, look, guys, we got to get better. They are not buying it. But he was able to go in there with the rest of his staff and say, look what Ole Miss did to you guys in the second half. You couldn't tackle this guy. They piled up yardage. They piled up points. They're not a good team, but they made you look bad. That might have been a wake-up call, a punch in the gut, whatever you want to call it but it's defense to turn themselves around. The other key point about the defense is the health. You mentioned Delpit and Chase on with the injuries, getting Divinity back from the suspension. Look, LSU's injury report, they don't have one right now. They are 100% full speed to go. Terrence Marshall's going to play. Damian Lewis is going to play. Clyde Edwards-Alaz is expected to be very close to 100%, if not 100%. This is the best football team that LSU can put on the field without injuries, and they're going to get to do that against Clemson. Okay, Clemson, LSU, let me tell you, take a snapshot because there's going to be a lot of guys wearing football uniforms Monday night that will end up in an NFL camp the next this year and the coming years to come. So much talent by these two premier programs. Uh, it, it, it's unbelievable. It,
1: it is, Tommy. And, you know, as a longtime LSU fan, one of the guys that I enjoyed, obviously enjoyed watching Burrow and his receivers, but... One of the guys I really enjoyed watching this year and a guy who really came into his own uh, was not known that he was going to do the, what he did this year. Maybe the coaching staff had an idea. I'll tell you, 99% of LSU fans would have never expected Clyde Edwards-Hilaire to have the year that he had. I'm happy for him. As the season progressed, I started saying he was a poor man's Dalton Hilliard. I'm taking away the poor man. He reminds me of Dalton Hilliard. In, in the annals of LSU running backs, it doesn't get much better than that.
0: All right, you're right about that. Well, Trey, tomorrow when we record the Trey and TK NCAA segment, uh, we'll get more into to your thoughts on the game in particular. We'll do that tomorrow. I, I'll throw it out now because it's already out on my LSU football update. I've got LSU winning 50-33, to 33 i got it, it close in the first quarter maybe part of the second quarter than lsu separates so uh, we'll talk more about that game when you're end on tomorrow's podcast so that that's kind of where we're at with that trailer shift gives and the water saints football season came to an abrupt end in the superdome this past sunday i think you got to credit the minnesota vikings they came in outplayed out hustled out coached They wanted it more. They went on a road into a very tough environment. Vikings got it done. You can say anything you want about the offensive passing appearance at the end of the game, but bottom line is Vikings played better than the Saints. They deserve to win that football game. That's my take on on the Saints game.
1: Well, you're absolutely right. Minnesota was more prepared to play. They were more mentally ready. They were more physically ready. I don't know what the Saints were thinking. It could have been a blowout. I'll tell you this, the Saints showed a lot of mental toughness hanging in the game. And if not for a missed field goal at the end of the first half that we got to kick because of a great kickoff return by Harris after the turnover set them up with the go-ahead score, uh, I think that was deflating to the Saints. They looked like they were going to go in ahead at the half. All of a sudden, they fall behind. They have a chance to tie it up. Lutz, who's a phenomenal kicker, makes a kick that he makes almost every time. But that one, uh, I, I think that was a blow for the Saints. Minnesota came back out ready to play again in the second half. Uh, it, it is a testimony to them, to their mental uh, preparedness. I think they were, I, I think they did outcoach the Saints. I think the Saints coaching staff was outcoached, the Saints players were outplayed. Yes, the Saints had a great chance to win the game. Yes, there was controversy with the officiating. Bottom line is, even had they won, the Saints didn't play well enough to win. Teams that play don't play well enough to win sometimes pull out a W, but the Saints did not play well enough to win. Again, definitely problems with the officiating. That's a whole other topic that you and I have been discussing for at least five years on the radio. The NFL needs to improve their officiating. But ultimately, the Saints need to play better. That was a big situation for them. Some are saying Drew Brees is losing a step. His arm isn't quite as strong. I think the key play was not the interception, but two plays earlier than that when Traquan Smith was open down the middle and he underthrew him, Drew underthrew him. That could have been a huge play. We wind up at that point going in up 10 instead of down three at the half or up 11, I guess it would have been. Uh, big, big swing in that game and momentum wise. Uh, my wife, I talked to her after the game and she told me she was sad. Okay, Because <laughs> I'm sad. I really can't even talk now. And I know a lot of Saints fans feel that way. I, as I've said over the years, I try not to be so emotionally invested in them because I'm already emotionally invested in LSU. And I just don't have that much. Emotion to invest in a second team to the level that I do LSU. But I was disappointed that the Saints lost the game. Well, but I do know, as you said, they just were outplayed. That's all. For
0: well, and going forward here on Sports Takes, we're going to have a, a huge segment, a huge take, on NFL officiating in the coming weeks. We want people to uh, be sure to check out that. It's uh, going to be an interesting offseason for the NFL, going to be an interesting offseason for the New Orleans Saints. But tomorrow you'll do a podcast with your picks for the divisional round. We'll have picks through the conference championship, and we'll have Super Bowl information all on uh, part of Talking Sports with TK. Trey, finally, I know you had some comments on the New Orleans Pelicans, an NBA team that's been playing a lot better as of late.
1: Yeah, you know, Tommy, a lot of people that I talk to are saying they need to replace Coach Gentry. And I know teams have to deal with injuries, but I can't think of an NBA team in the last three seasons that has had to deal with the injuries that Alvin Gentry has had to deal with. We draft what's thought of a once-in-a-decade player talent in Zion. He blows away everybody in the preseason He looks like he's earned the summer league. He looks like he's just going to be great. He gets hurt. I questioned how hard they were trying to win some games earlier in the year. Hey, we've got Zion. We're going to get another lottery pick to add to it to the mix next season. But all of a sudden of late, this team is playing really well. I think it's a testament to the uh, mental capacity, the toughness of the team and the coach. Since Derek Favors has come back from injury, This team is playing really well. Tommy, they're 7-3, and their last 10. They've beaten some pretty good teams in that stretch. They've done it the last few without Drew Holiday, arguably the best player on the team. I'm excited about where this Pelicans team can go. I'm excited to see what's going to happen when Zion joins the mix. As of today, the Pelicans are only four games out of the eighth seed in the West. And without Golden State as the one seed, Being the eight seeds, not as bad as it used to be. Yeah, the Lakers look pretty good, but they're not invincible. By any means, are they not invincible? The Clippers a month ago looked like they were really great. They've been, and they've had a few injuries as well, but they've been suffering some losses. And in back-to-back games, they will not play Kawhi Leonard. They absolutely will not play him. Uh, So they're going to add up some more losses to their record over the course of the season because they're not going to have George and Kawhi playing every night together. So I, I, I'm excited to see this team. I'd love to see them make a run, get in the playoffs.
0: All right. This is all about sports takes with Trey and TK. He's Trey Blossman. I'm Tommy Christ. Sam, please share this podcast or like it on the platform you're listening to. So you'll know when another one comes out. Uh, don't forget Trey and TK NFL Divisional round picks tomorrow, as well as uh, his pick and thoughts with more in detail on the LSU-Clemson game. Also, we've got an LSU football update podcast. that's released earlier on Thursday. And then the Coonass and the Redneck, uh, Anthony Gallo and I, with our thoughts on LSU-Clemson. All of that will be out to tomorrow uh and ready for the weekend so we hope everybody has a a wonderful weekend whatever you're doing or not doing and please spread the word about sports takes with trey and tk and share it with all your friends trey we'll do this again real soon you have a wonderful rest of the day i appreciate it tommy one quick question Will Kunas and
1: Redneck address the fact that Facebook thinks Kunas and Redneck is hate speech?
0: We we, we have addressed it. We'll address it some more. (laughs) You and I will have to do a sports take on that in the future as well. (laughs) All right, Tommy. Everybody have a great weekend. Go Tigers. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com.